0: Welcome back to My Perspective by Dawn Jenkins. Like I said, welcome back. I'm here to talk to you about any and everything. And since we just passed Black History Month, I think it's really important that we continue to talk about things that regard blackness. Today, I would like to talk about something that I found that is affecting me and affects a lot of African-American women in America. I'm talking about being diagnosed with uterine fibroids. Uterine fibroids are non-cancerous growths in the uterus they usually stem from family history, obesity, early stages of puberty. And according to the US fibroid center.com, it's estimated 70 to 80% of women develop fibroids by the age 50. African American women are disproportionately affected with 80 to 90% impacted. With this being so much of an issue in the African-American community, why is it that this is not talked about more often? I think it's because when we examine American society, we can see that African-American people, but specifically women, are usually last on the totem pole. And our health, unfortunately, is not the concern of the mainstream. I made the hard decision to talk about this because this could be affecting a family friend. It could be affecting a stranger. And someone Me wants to be heard and doesn't know who to reach out to. So, here I'm talking to you and letting you know it's going to be okay. I knew that I had fibroids at around age 31. Um, I was found out I was pregnant with my son and they told me that I had several benign tumors in my uterus that could affect the growth of the baby and the possibility of delivering him naturally was going to be a challenge because if pushing disrupted one of the fibroids, I could have bled out. So the options for me to have a C-section were going to be great. And the fact that I was obese um, didn't help much. I thought that I had Normal periods because I never knew anything different than what was happening to me because it was happening to my mother and it was happening to my sister I had heavy menstrual bleeding I had pelvic pain I would have prolonged periods um frequent urination, bloating, and those things we think are just normal when we have our menstruations. But there are underlying factors in uterine fibroids that are important for us to pay attention to. I was literally going through packs and packs of maxi pads When that is not normalcy. Women, this is not normalcy. When I looked up how much we're supposed to bleed typically during a menstruation, I would say that I suffered so greatly for years without addressing the issue that I had. It wasn't till I was about to have my bariatric surgery that I had the Mirena implanted, which helped to control the heavy bleedings that I had for years. It was about a month ago that I started to have this pelvic pressure unlike any other, symptoms. I've had before it was very profuse it wouldn't stop and I felt bloated and unable to really get comfortable while laying and sitting down. I started to have frequent urination and I thought wow maybe I have a UTI because I mean I couldn't explain anything else. I mean I I hadn't gained any weight, I wasn't on my period at the time, and I just couldn't think of what it could be. Well, a few days later, after still suffering, I decided to go to the ER, and I found out that I had several fibroids that calcified. That means they're in the last stages, and they are 5 centimeters, 12 centimeters, and 3 centimeters. And I literally had no idea that I was carrying so much weight in my pelvis, in my uterus. I mean, I knew I had fibroids, but I didn't know the extent of them. I did know that they caused me to have some ailment. But I didn't address them because I thought, oh, this is normal. A lot of women are going through this. Well, I need to tell you that it is not normal to bleed so very heavily. It's not normal to be uncomfortable. And it's not normal. So you need to speak to your doctor or medical professional and tell them that you're feeling that what you're feeling and how you want to to get it addressed. You know, with me, it interfered with a lot of my physical activity, but because I was overweight, it didn't seem like it was such a big deal because I wasn't physically active as as it is. And with sex, I did feel uncomfortable, but I thought, what could it be? Maybe it's just, you know, the man or whatever it is. And with my fertility I had my baby and I knew I could get pregnant. So I didn't think it was a big deal. But for some other people, those things are tremendously affected by uterine fibroids. And they don't know why, because it's not talked about as often as it should. Yes, you have a history of family history of fibroids. And yes, You know a lot of people who talk about it, but guess what? Do they address it, and have you addressed yours? It's important that you look at yourself as an individual and say what you will and will not take. And for me, I don't want to take this pain anymore. So I decided to get help. During my journey, I have noticed that a lot of people in the medical professional kind of think that when you complain, it must be dramatics, it must be over the top. But for me, just a little discomfort is not acceptable. I feel good when I go throughout my day, and so when something disrupts it, it's important for me to address it. And this issue has taken a long time for me to get any resolution. I can say honestly, I'm currently still dealing with a lot of issues surrounded and unanswered, but I intend to get those answers soon. And when I do, I'll share them because we are a community. And if we don't talk about the most uncomfortable things, then who will and how will we address it? Think about putting yourself first. I sure am. One reason why contemplating the options of uterine fibroids removal is scary is because, well, the last option is a hysterectomy. And I know for women, this option is scary because it's taking a part of your essential being away. Now, I'm 37 and I do have one son, I hadn't planned on having any more children, to be honest with you. But the possibility of not being able to carry a baby ever again is scary. And though I didn't think I was going to be able to do it anyway, it doesn't make it any less easier. Now, I'm not saying that's my only options. I actually... I don't know what all my options are. I'm still waiting for my MRI to be read. But our minds are very tricky. And over the last month of me dealing with this, I've been on a whirlwind of emotions. Mentally, physically, and emotionally, I've been affected by this diagnosis In so many ways, I can't even explain to you how. I've seen my blood pressure rise. I've seen my depression rise and fall. My physical ailments have caused so much anguish that it's led for me to have to cut off relationships, To send people away, to close myself off because I didn't think I was right. And I didn't know how or why this was happening to me. You must know that you're not alone. In your diagnosis, in your pain, You must know that others feel just like you and it's okay to feel lost at moments. It's okay to feel angry at moments, but it's just as okay as to know that you will get through this. It may take time, but you will get through this like I am getting through this. Just one day. At a time. I want you to think about. All the things that you've ever known about. A disease that scared you. A disease that affected you. Or a diagnosis. And think about. How you've managed to get through. Or you're going to get through that. I look to the people that I've known throughout my life and have seen go through far worse and get through to the other side. Not to say that their plight was easier or harder than mine. But to look at them and see them on the other side, that gives me a sense of hope and I hope it gives you a sense of hope. I really want to thank you for listening to me and understanding that this podcast is just an honest review of things that I find to affect me in my world and those around me. And I think those same things affect you, the listeners. And if you have any questions about uterine fibroids, or any diagnosis that you've been given. Don't just aimlessly Google. Speak to professionals as well. I know I've gotten into my head by doing these late night medical scans of diagnoses. And I tell you, it did not help me any to assume I knew what was going on. So take it from me. Calm down a bit. Yes, you can do your research. But that's not the only way to find out. You also need to go in and speak to a professional. I'm hoping that However, this gets resolved, that it gets resolved quickly. Because I have a life that is worth living, and so do you. And as we go through things in life, we will encounter hurdles. And we will get through them. Because we must. For ourselves, for our family members, for our friends. For the communities we belong to, it's important to know that we are a part and we need to be 100% when we are there. So when you don't feel good and you know that it doesn't feel right, get help. You deserve it. Put yourself first.